Star Music Radio, where stars are born. This is a star exclusive. Julian Griffith, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you all doing, ladies? I'm doing great. So happy. We're so happy to have you here. Thank Absolutely. you for having me. Absolutely. How has your uh, day been going your Sunday? Oh, my day has been well. Uh, actually, I've been at a coach's uh, convention uh, all day. <laughs> oh, oh. Different, yeah, different professional coaches from Major League Baseball and college coaches and high school coaches, and they all get wow. together and all the latest in, uh, technology and inventions out helping your kids get better, you know. Oh, that's oh. awesome. Yes, that's so fun. <laughs> It has its moments. You're you're sitting there. I wasn't talking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I want to – I don't know if you can hear it. Excuse my voice. I'll say it ahead of time. Um, I'm a little under the weather, but we're still going to do what we got to do. Again, thank you for for joining us right now. We're happy to have you. Can't wait to talk to you about all the things you've accomplished and all the things you've done. And Soko, going to go ahead and and take over. Yeah. So – All right, Julian. So I see that you started out as a child model and actor at a very young age, along with your identical twin brother. How do you think being in the industry from such a young age benefited you as well as prepared you? And how was having your brother walking some of that journey with you? How did that help shape you? Um, Well, being in the industry that young has... It's pros and cons. It it definitely was a blessing because you were able to start getting that experience, that on-set experience, that on, you know, on-camera experience in general. Uh, Modeling and print ad modeling definitely is going to let you know whether or not you're photogenic or not. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) yeah. They want to make sure, you know. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I modeled um, when I was younger. I get it. Oh yeah, so you understand, right? So mm-hmm. it's, uh, they tell you they going they're going to tell you right away, right? They're going to let you know, like next. Oh, oh next yeah, when you, when you hear, yeah. thank you for coming. <laughs> you didn't get yeah, it. no, yeah. <laughs> but, um, thank you for coming. That's not your side, honey. <laughs> exactly. So it, it was yeah. definitely uh, it was good. Um, uh, a lot of good experience. I actually, that was what we were getting. Um, we hadn't gotten a role until um ooh, until I was actually ten, right, that acting role that is. I was booking really? all of the all of the print ad work, you know, and <clears throat> it was just it was trying to find my niche. And with my brother right. being there, we but with us being identical twins, we literally auditioned for the same roles growing up. So, so everything was Yes, it's convenient, but it also it has its uh, like I said, it has its cons as well because only one of you gonna get it, right? If you get it, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, but it was definitely a blessing nonetheless, um, you know. But it, it shaped me because I knew what to expect when I got older, and then um, I was fortunate enough to it was to walk away from it and you know live a normal life. So I understood what humility was <laughs> and yeah. then, uh, it, you know, was able to transition back into it. So it definitely helped me. Uh, but things have changed from when I was mm-hmm. a kid and uh, when I uh, transitioned back into it as an adult. 
So definitely, uh, it, it's been a blessing. It's been a journey, that's for sure. By leaps and bounds, right? Because there's so many more different platforms. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. So I see you're from Chi-Town. I've spent a lot of time there. Um, I lived there off and on for a few years. Um, how do you feel that the city and your family shaped you into the success that you are today, not only as an actor, but as a human being? Um, being from Chicago, how has it shaped me? Definitely, uh, I grew up in the outskirts right there in Bellwood, uh, one of the, not the nicest place uh, to grow up. And I was raised by a single mom, school, former Aww. school teacher. So um, <clears throat> Chicago has definitely, it'll let you know, first and foremost, the city is beautiful. I want to say is. that before I, before I make my next statement. <laughs> I just mm-hmm. want to say that the city is definitely beautiful. Um, but it's Chicago is let you, it'll let you know it's very cut and dry. The people here, we are very cut and dry. So yes. like what you see is what you get, not what the media That's portrays. Right. And uh, Chicago has definitely helped me um, <clears throat> have a lot more thicker skin growing up. And definitely when you're in this acting industry, this entertainment industry in general, you got to have a lot of tough skin because <clears throat> you're going to get way more no's than you get yeses. Yep. So you got to be able to, you know, endure those things and just pick your head up, keep moving, next audition, next job, next interview. Right. Because, you know, being being successful in this industry is kind of like uh, winning the lottery. Hmm. Yes. I, I haven't played the lottery in a long time either. Right, <laughs> but <laughs> sometimes you feel like your chances are better, don't you? It's a lot of hard work that goes into yeah. it, and it's just no matter even if you are the best person in the job, it just kind of depends on who's casting it. It's yes. just a lot to do with who's involved. Absolutely. And the crazy part now is that a lot of things are filmed here in Chicago, but they aren't casting here in Chicago. That's what right. a lot of actors that I talk to are running into now is that they're, yeah, they'll cast the smaller roles here. But, you know, these bigger roles, you're seeing all these people from Los Angeles, Atlanta, mm-hmm. but they're filming here and they're portraying Chicago people. That's right. you start seeing it. Mm-hmm. Chicago's got its own special flavor. I've spent months and months in New York and I loved New York but and I've been I've been all over and I've lived in mm-hmm. quite a few cities but I I really love Chicago. That that was my second home. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A friend actually uh just took a trip out there and she's like, Chicago's so beautiful. So um it yeah is. my family out there my dad um is family out there so yeah shout out to Shy Town. Speaking of yeah. acting um, what what would you say one of your hardest roles was um, when it comes to acting? One of my hardest roles as far as that I've uh, portrayed? Yes. Make sure I understand your question. Um, one of the most difficult roles that I've uh, portrayed, uh, you know, honestly, believe it or not, it was definitely... Uh, being a cop, since apparently that's what I'm good at right now, <laughs> according to everybody that keeps casting me for stuff. Um, I, you know, Chicago is so anti-cop. 
to a certain extent that, yeah. you know, they, you know, the moment you plan, you got your friends, you don't know how much slack I got for playing a cop on multiple shows um, <laughs> from people. And, uh, you know, it's, it's harder than it looks. It is because, you know, for me, I am a method actor to a certain extent. <clears throat> now, if you don't know what a method actor, that means that they usually try it before they do it so they understand how it feels. So that way it's more believable uh, on camera. Um, but you got actors that do, like, cocaine if they play on a cocaine addict. So I'm not that extreme. I'm just throwing that out there. I am a limited method actor. <laughs> no. I'm a method actor to a certain extent. So I'm not trying it. But I can understand. I can I can watch plenty of videos <laughs> and, I, and let you know how it feels, you know. But um, <clears throat> when you play a cop, when I when I was playing a cop, they actually brought a retired uh, former CPD uh, officer, and they're showing you how to hold the taser and the gun down to the T. Like you know, you think you can just pick up a gun and just hold it like you see everybody else do it on TV, and it's like it's an art to this. And I literally sat there for like thirty minutes. The first time I filmed Chicago PD. And um, in 2014, it was. I was like, man, uh, he was like, go over there and practice. And I'm literally sitting there, how, learning how to pull a gun out my uh, holster, put it back in the holster, snap it, open it back up, and then pulling it up, making sure your arms are close to you, hands can't be too far away from you. It was so technical. I was like, I thought I was in baseball training all over again. <laughs> and, and I uh, always as when uh, people play portray, you know, like policemen and so forth, how. Mm-hmm. They're holding a weapon identical to an actual officer, and I'm like, you know, maybe they got special training, so that's dope. No, yeah, they they are training you right then and there. Now, the people who are on the show, like, regularly and all that stuff, they probably sit there and go through, like, classes and all that. But for me, you know, I did it that day. They were like, here's the day. Here's the guy right here. This is your taser. This is how you hold it. He's like, this is how you protect it, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, I'm okay. All right. I, I, all right. I got it. You know, he's like, you go practice. That was it. <laughs> Go practice. So definitely being a cop has been the most, uh, that's been the challenge, but I'm, I'm always up for the challenge. I love the challenges. Awesome. You're currently um, um, on Chicago Fire right now? Yes, I will be in, I'm in season eight. They're actually on a mid-season break right now. I'll be on episode 10 that airs January 8th, actually. Ah, so everybody make sure you uh, look out mm-hmm. for that, Chicago Fire, uh, January 8th. Can't wait to see January 8th, turn on all the TVs. All the TVs in your house. (laughs) Every single last one, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) IV TV, all that. (laughs) All of it. Definitely. I'll be watching. I'll be watching. It's going to be fun. I like like those type of shows. Um, What is one of your favorite TV shows out right now? I'm, I'm assuming Chicago Fire is one of them. You're part of it. But outside of that, what is one of your uh? favorite TV shows you're, you're watching right now? Um, Ironically, y'all going to probably hate me for this, and I hope people uh, from Chicago PD and Chicago Fire now watch, listening. Uh, I don't watch TV that much. I okay. don't have a lot of time. I'll watch yes. it when I'm on it, as vain as it sounds, just so <laughs> I can see how I, how I uh, you know, perform. But <laughs> I watched it that one time, and that's it. Um, I, yeah, man, I'm on Netflix, <laughs> if that makes you feel any <laughs> I was watching um, uh, All American. That was like the last TV series I uh, watched. Oh, Are that's you familiar with that show? Okay. 
Yes. I'm not a big TV person. People ask me all the time. I'm not a big TV person. I just, yeah. I'm, I keep it simple. I feel you on that, especially when, you know, being busy. And like you said, you you do a lot of different things. Sometimes we just don't mm-hmm. have the opportunity to sit down. When I actually have the opportunity to sit down and enjoy some, uh, a TV show or a movie, I'm like, yes, you know, because um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just so busy. It's like... You know, I literally turn on Netflix to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think everybody does. It. You pick the worst movie possible yep. <laughs> that you can put on, <laughs> and right, you fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, it sure will. <laughs> but you yeah, watched American was my last show though. It was the last show I watched. Oh, All American. I think that mm-hmm. it's good. It is. I liked it. Soko, are you with us? Uh oh, did she drop? Uh oh, she might have dropped. But um, it's okay. I'll pick up. <laughs> um, so can you hear me now? There we, we go. Hear- um, okay. Hey, can you hear me? Hang on yeah. a second. Okay. Um, How yeah, about now? Am I back? Yes, you are. Yeah. Okay. It it was my headphones. <laughs> All right. So. I have a question. So yes. we all know that you're one of the strapping, young, handsome men on the amazing Chicago Fire. I've spoken on that a little bit. And thank you for your contribution, by the way. All the ladies really do appreciate that. We do not take yeah. you for granted. So what's it like working on such an amazing set? Um, man, it was actually really uh, good. I love actually working on it uh see i've done chicago pd two seasons and this is my first season actually working on chicago fire and i hope this don't take away from me possibly becoming a regular on chicago pd but uh chicago fire cast was much better than me uh it was just everybody was, was very humble and everybody was very relaxed and you know i don't know if you've ever been on a set or interviewed or anything but like you can run into a lot of actors <clears throat> who've been at it for a while who lost uh-huh. that humility you know, right. and just have that star about them in their mind. I'm not saying I think mm-hmm. we all are stars, but just in their mind, they think they that very prima, prima donna. That's the word I'm looking for. They're very there prima donna. And I didn't experience that on Chicago Fire. I haven't. And it's definitely, so I loved it. And actually, the crazy part is some of the regulars that are already on the show at the end, they were like, hey, you want to take a picture? I had to look. I, they, they asked me to take a picture with them. I'm like, sure, let's uh-huh. go take a picture. You know, and I'm like, this is my first time on the show. You all been on here. I know you all. Y'all don't know me. But they were like, hey, let's take a picture. You know, great job. All the comp- You know, we're, we were just, it seemed like we were just, we worked with each other for a while. And that's the type of atmosphere you want to be in. You know, a very relaxed, comfortable atmosphere. We filmed in like, we got done in like three hours. Like, we went through it quick. Yeah. Very sense quick. of community. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what it needs so to I be. I love it. And, yeah. yeah. And by the way, you know, you're, you know, you're one of those cops that, that we want to see at our bachelorette party. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you can talk to my publicist. I'm, hey, we're taking book. It's not just, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> that ain't a bad do you do baby showers? We got a baby mama in the house, so. <laughs> oh, 
I, you know, I do baby showers. You know, I could pop out of the balloon. Is it, uh, is it pink or blue? <laughs> you know, I love I, this I can, guy. I can be your I can be your gender reveal person. You know, <laughs> if they don't know, you know, I just walk out and whatever the G string color is, that's the uh, sex of the baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! There you go. <laughs> hey, it, your baby shower is all set now. He just I'm volunteered saying, right, hey, on right, on, on live air. Videos. If y'all see oh. any videos of somebody doing that, you know they took that from me then. Because <clears throat> I don't think anybody's uh, doing that. I, I promise you. If I see that, you will get full credit, and I, I will out yes. them. Yeah, <laughs> I need, I need, I need at least thirty percent because that's an idea. Exactly. Right there. <laughs> that really is, and you know, we could just put like white balloons all around the G string, and all the female guests can just take turns popping them. And then we finally see the color. That's hilarious. Hey, I'm, that, is, that is very hilarious. <laughs> I'm down. I better be invited to that. All right. So, I see, okay. So I see that you've done blockbuster movies like mm-hmm. Hardball with the likes of Diane Lane and Keanu Reeves. Tell me. How is working on a set like that with such accomplished actors at such a young age, how does that change your direction in acting? And also, was it, it was a, it was a hard hitting drama, um, about urban violence, um, that plagues communities. What impact did that leave with you at such a young age? Um, well, working on Harbaugh with them, that was my first big acting role that I landed. So that was the first thing that was already an impact within itself. Um, you know, uh, and I got to work with the guy from the matrix. <laughs> oh like, my God. You know, I'm like, Oh, I get to work with Neo. What? And you know, so crazy though, the ironic part is, um, <clears throat> I had a few different agents at that time. And we actually heard about that audition on the radio. My mom's friend t- uh, called her and said, Hey, they're having auditions looking for black boys in Chicago to play baseball in a movie. And so all we thought was, I was like, oh, you know, yeah, I'll go, Mom. You know, I would love to play baseball in a movie. I'm not thinking that I'm going to get a big role or anything. You know, I'm just right. like, hey, you know, I might get a chance to play baseball in a movie. <clears throat> you know? Right. Um, uh, we went down there, and uh, it was thousands of kids at Evergreen Plaza Mall, long story short. Um had beat out like 10,000 kids. They had auditions in Chicago, wow. LA, I believe, and New York. Um, and it was, uh, that was me. It wasn't that much of acting. I was really like that as a kid. Um, and I had asthma for real. I had a lisp. I worked on it uh-huh. greatly. Um, and of course, I was a chubby kid in the movie. So, um, I mean, they didn't put no body suit on me. I ate my way up to that. Um, <laughs> so, thanks, mom. Well, you you um, worked it off. Yes, yes. She's listening too, so I know she. I'm like, mom. Yeah, you did this. No, but um, yeah. Um, it was great. Uh, Keanu Reeves said I was his favorite kid. Actually, I used to talk Aww. to him every day on set. You know, uh, he used to get up. He used to get frustrated with me because I, my mom had us so adamant on saying Mister and Mrs. all the time. Growing mm-hmm. up. So I'm like, hey, hey, Mr. Keanu. And he's like, hey, seriously, just, just call me Keanu. It's okay. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, okay, Mr. Keanu. And I'm like, hey, I, you know, so it was just 
he would get, you know, frustrated with that at times, but it was like, it was a good, you know, frustration, you know, at least you, yeah. you kind of like, you don't have to be that polite to me type of thing, you know? So Yeah, uh, he seems I love like him. he's very informal. He's humble. Yeah. He is the most humble mm-hmm. guy I've ever worked with. Like, he just sits there, works, um, have a cigarette, and he likes to ride his motorcycle. <laughs> You don't even know what kind of thing I have for Keanu Reeves. He's like my top one. (laughs) Really? Really? Yeah, Yeah, because of his personality. I mean, he's he's Mm -hmm. very attractive, but he's just got that personality. He's just cool and kind, and he doesn't seem like there's anything fake about him. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not. It seems like he just does yoga in his place, like, every day, right? Like yeah, just, exactly. Just like, whatever he's having, I will have. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just lights an incense and just, you know, that's how he starts his day. He's nice and relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Light a Keanu scented incense. Whatever that smells yeah. like, I'll buy it. <laughs> right. No, but he was great, though. I, I loved it. Uh, <clears throat> it, 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 got, it gave a lot of us our starts. I, most of the guys in there. We were very yeah. fresh in the acting game. Michael B. Jordan, all of us, we pretty much started together um, wow. in that movie. And yeah. what better role models? I mean, Diane Lane and Keanu Reeves. I mean, mm-hmm. they're Bebe professionals Sweeney. down the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, John it was an amazing was cast. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was an amazing cast. But those Absolutely. were my two standout characters <laughs> because yeah. I like both of them. I always thought... Diane Lane just had this beautiful, natural elegance about her. She's just yeah, so pretty. She great. She sent yeah. us uh, when we got done filming a, front, a quick little fun story. She uh, sent us all uh, Baskin Robin uh, gift coupons. Back then, they didn't have gift cards. You remember the coupon books? Uh-huh. <laughs> she sent like every kid uh, a coupon book. Forget, uh, for Christmas. Yeah, for Christmas. It was nice. So, what you're saying is she's perfect. Yes, that's beautiful and that's elegant I and discredit her. talented and perfect. Yeah, I've always Absolutely. imagined her to be that way. Like, she's she's one of those women that I just, I watch all of her movies because she's just, I don't know, she's got this elegance to her, but yeah. she's got a sense of normalcy and she's grounded. And she, I don't know, she just seems cool. It's that as, mom as, feel. You know that mom feel that you just wrap and put it Yeah, but she's also sexy. Like yes. she's also oh, sexy. I'm talking about the vibe, like the comfort, yeah. the comfortability you get, you you pick up. Yeah, she does. Yeah, no, she's, she's like that next day, next door neighbor that you want to have a glass of wine with. Yes. <laughs> wow. So I have I have a question, an interesting one, because <clears throat> you're a twin, right? You have a twin brother. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, have you guys ever? Okay, say you you know one of y'all booked a role, someone didn't feel good, had to call out. Have you guys ever kind of felt in for each other at some point throughout? Um, you know, uh, actually, for Harbaugh, <clears throat> uh, we worked together. My brother was actually my photo double, and um, and my stand-in. Yeah, so originally I beat out everybody for the role. He was up for the role as well. Um, and to, you know, every movie or every TV show, anything you do on camera, they usually have some type of double for you. And it's like, I was born mm-hmm. with one. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know, so, I was and, born with a twin. 
But I ate her. What? True story. I I had a teratoma. Oh. She. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. I just yeah. like to say I ate her because it's it's funnier. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I've heard that. I've heard that. Like people have definitely said something like that uh, before yeah. when they told me when I mentioned I'm a twin. Yeah, it's, that's it, it's definitely. Uh, it was good. He has definitely. Uh, he was my double because you know, as a minor, you only can work so long on set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they have to divvy up that time, and we were still in school. So um, I was on set doing uh, tutoring on set. So. When it was time for me to get uh, to stop filming and go to uh, tutoring, my brother was right there. And I had another double as well. Um, but my brother was my primary uh, photo double and stand-in. So, yeah, he we def- he did that um, for me. It was already guaranteed, sick or not. I think I filmed everything. I don't, I don't think uh, – um, I did all the talking, but I don't think an illness or anything, not that I can remember – uh, preventing yeah. me from uh, working. I'm, my mom had us on vitamins since we were six years old, so a cold is very minimal in my life right now. <laughs> All the B6 and cod liver oil and everything, uh, she didn't put in our system uh, since five, six years old. So I'm Shout good. Out I'm to good mama. now at 29. Right. Huh? Shout out to mom. <laughs> sure. See, honey, you I'm... said you were sick, right? You need to get some vitamins in your system. Listen, listen. I need a little need more to... A little more. <laughs> you need to sip on some honey for that cough tea, honey. Mm-hmm. Ah, Absolutely. Like oh, I like that. <laughs> or a hot toddy. Those work, too. <laughs> yeah. It's up from the store. Definitely. Um, first off, uh, I want to talk about your uh, accomplishments. You have you have quite, quite some accomplishments. You've done a lot with baseball, being a former pro uh, athlete. Um, yeah. But once... Specifically, um, uh, I know in 2013, um, he was named the first black man uh, in uh, Cal- Calumet. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Uh, Cal- yeah, Calumet College. Calumet College history to graduate from the education program with an elementary education degree uh, with a science endorsement for secondary education. How do you? How did you feel? Uh, uh, you know, I mean, you marked history with that situation. How do you feel about it? Um, I feel good about it. The crazy part is I didn't find out about it until, uh, after my student teaching, after I got done. So it was like, um, I went through this whole process. They didn't tell us, uh, my brother and I both were in the, uh, education program together. Uh, <clears throat> but you got to, uh, he, he, he had to take the, uh, state exam in order to student teach and it just took a little bit longer. And, um, mm-hmm. so we would have actually made history together. Um, had that not occurred, but, um, you know, I was in it, <clears throat> did my student teaching, um, and the professors and the <laughs> supervisors pulled me into a meeting and was like, you don't understand how serious this is. I was like, what, my degree? <laughs> and they were like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, I, I do. I do know how serious this is. I was like, I took out some student loans. <laughs> I don't know how serious this is. <laughs> and um, they were like, no, you don't get it. <clears throat> you're going to be the first black man to ever graduate from our education program. I was like, really? That's crazy. Wow, um, that's amazing. They were like, you know, I was like, like, so you got to, so make sure you're on your P's and Q's pretty much. Yeah. Uh-huh. Don't get kicked out. That's, and that's pretty much how they <laughs> made it out to me. Don't get kicked out. Yeah. Right. That's how that's pretty much, you know, and so, um, it was an honor, though. It was definitely a blessing. My mom is a retired uh, teacher. She taught 42 years, so I, 
Um, we wow. followed in her footsteps. Yeah. So it was That's definitely awesome. a blessing. I didn't think too much of it, though. I just looked at it as like, I'm graduating with the rest of my friends. Um, <laughs> but, you know, yeah. That is an honor, though, and that's awesome. And, you know, not getting kicked out is just good advice for anyone. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, congratulations. Um, you know, that's yeah. something, something yeah. worth listening. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, I, oh, are you going? Do you, have, do you have a question? No, 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 go ahead. Okay. So, I saw that you're a mentor and you enjoy public speaking. Tell me more about that. And why leaving an impact is so important to you? Um, well, for me, you know, and you know, you know, in Chicago, um, a lot of uh, children don't really have, um, you know, male role models and more specifically black positive role models, should I say. Um, yeah. And we, we need more of it and, uh, you know, when my mom and dad divorced when I was 11 and we were raised mm-hmm. by my mom, um, you know, and we still had uh, great men, uncles and my grandfather who were very supportive and very encouraging. And, um, you know, they always just made sure we were in check just as much as my mom did, you know, and she never right. brought anybody around that did not leave a positive impact on us, influence. And so I felt that, when it came to my uh, prof- my baseball career, um, my trainer, he was also my mentor because he had already played pro baseball for the Phillies organization in the minor leagues. And <clears throat> I played high school ball with his son. And I had no idea that he played uh, pro baseball. He used to give me pointers and everything. I just thought this was a, a, a dad telling me what to do. And so, right. you know, I would pretty much not listen because I was the best at my high school already. So it was kind of like, you know, I've mm-hmm. gotten here on my own. So I was, I had mm-hmm. an ego with it. And I'm like, I got here on my own. Like, I'll try it out. Up, Don't like it. Okay, move on. Next. You know, I'm the best. That's how my mindset was back then. It's like, what can you tell me? you just a parent watching the games. Had no idea this dude got drafted and played pro baseball. Right. And after my first pro contract, <clears throat> he well, he told me when, he, when I told him I was going to pursue pro ball that, uh, he told me this is what's going to happen, man. And I was like, no, it's not going to happen that way. You know, they love me. They signed me as X, Y, Z, blah, 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 this and that. I'm like, he's like, listen, this is what's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. You know, you want to train? I'm like, no, I can't train. I got student loans to pay back. I just got out of college. He's like, I understand. Didn't force it on me. I got released from my team in Texas in 2014, <clears throat> literally the same way he told me it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> he made me earn his time to train with him after that. If I, He wanted to know how serious I was. And from right. that moment on, when he saw how dedicated I was, he made me, he made me, true story, made me get a membership at LA Fitness. I was depressed after I got released from my team. Um, I didn't know if y'all were going to ask any questions about uh, the pro sports, but I'm probably like cheating ahead. Um, no, you're but, good. Uh, you're good. Uh, he, you know, I got released with the second highest batting average on my team. Literally, I got wow. released. Wow with the second highest stats on my team. And they told me they needed more veterans on the team. That was the, that was the reason behind it. Not, they said it had nothing to do with my performance, that they needed more veterans on the team. And, you know, just calling a spade a spade. Um, 
is very political, <clears throat> and right. he kind of guided me through that. I was the only black guy on the team, even though I look Puerto Rican or Dominican, so I blended in just fine. And my name's Julian, so everybody thought I was Puerto Rican <clears throat> or Dominican, but they swapped me out with another black guy. I'm Texas, this is how mm-hmm. the game works. Um, and he kind of told me how it was going to be, and I didn't listen because I just thought, like, man, they love me. These guys love me, and he made me – when I came back, I was in a little depression – I was sitting there watching Pretty Little Liars and Sons of Anarchy until like four in the morning every night. <laughs> I was like in my basement, you know, watching it. As, as unmasculine as that is, watching Pretty Little Liars, I've been watched like four or five seasons. But um, if they even have that many. But yeah, he made me get a membership, <clears throat> you know, and work out five days a week before I could even train with him. Right. To show my dedication. And so when I saw that and he took me under his wings, um, not only for baseball, but for acting, I brought that over. I, I, I consulted with him when I always had auditions or I had a, a role offered to me. Um, <clears throat> and he was a spiritual man. I always, you know, tell me pray on it, everything the same way. And I wanted to do the same thing for my kids, my clients. And when I started doing the lessons, I realized that I don't have to work for Chicago public schools with my teaching degree to mentor these kids and to teach them. And I, I, and not, you don't have to be in a classroom. The batting cage is my classroom. And, and they, and I'm a a living Testament to life goes on after sports and not everybody's going to make it to the top level in pro sports, whatever it may be. So you got to always make sure you have a backup plan. And uh, you don't know what God is giving you your gift for. And for me, it was instructing. And I started my business, and I mentor these kids. Um, you know, their parents call me for anything, whether it's academic-related, baseball, softball-related, life-related. Can you just talk to Johnny? Can you just talk to Sarah really quick? Mm-hmm. You know, they're not listening to me. Like, I got parents that say, my kids only listen to you. Can you come talk to them? please, and explain this to them. They'll tell me what the narrative uh, might be and that their kids just are more receptive because they can relate to me, you know. That's why I have a job, because your kids don't listen to you, <laughs> if, if that makes sense, you know. So so, so that's mm-hmm. the kind of mentor you want to be. Yes, I, I mean, I, I public speaking, I just need, they need to see that it's more to life than just being on TV, even though I'm on TV. But you can be successful... Right. Um, in many other ways, graduated with a college degree is successful to me. You know, it doesn't have to be praised. It doesn't have to be televised. Um, but it's an accomplishment that no one can take away from you. You know, and everybody is looking for quick success and everybody at this generation now wants to be YouTube stars. Everybody wants to be a YouTuber, you know, Mm -hmm. and, 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 and that no one wants to work for anything. You know, if everybody's a YouTuber, we don't have doctors. We don't have lawyers. We don't have anybody to take care of us when we get old. That's right. So I just well, try to tell them, right. you know, try to work with them and, and tell them that, you know, whatever, it's, uh, it's not just sports for us. It's life. And we got to make sure we're on point anyway. And if your grade's not up to where it's supposed to be, everybody has a, a grade requirement to train with me. And you have to let me know one new thing you learned before you even come in my cage. Everybody knows that. You, I ask you, what's one new thing you learned at school today? Because if your grades are so, are horrible and you're ineligible, you can't play anyway. So we're wasting our time and money. So, right, um, yeah. yeah. 
Well, I like that you're that you're uh, doing that and providing those services for these children, um, because it is needed. Um, you know, it definitely is. So thank you for your contribution. You know, in that, just kind of, you know, uplifted and unified, and just helping our gen- next generation grow, um, because it's definitely needed. Uh, we do have time for a caller, um, caller two. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and we're gonna talk with uh, Jackie right now. She wants to speak with okay. you. Hello, Jackie. Hey, Jackie. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Hey, Jackie. Hi, let's start uh, with uh, Julianne Griffith right now. Yeah, hey, Julian. You know what? I think it's a wonderful thing what you're doing, mentoring the kids, and you're right. Everybody want to do YouTube, star, be a YouTube star. I'm old school. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to work for anything anymore. Everybody wants that fast, easy money. It's really sad. Yeah. It's really sad. So, uh, you know, keep doing what you're doing, bro. Keep doing what you're doing. And I wanted to say I love you on Chicago PD. I do follow you. I was <laughs> seeing you. In, I think you're so gorgeous. <laughs> Is he, though? Yes, he is. So I do follow you. And and what I wanted to ask you is, do, what do you see coming up in the future? And do you think you'll just continue to play a cop role, a police officer? Because you do it really well. Thank you. Um, I don't mind playing a cop role, but I am not trying to get stuck in that box of a cop role. And I've been letting my agent know that because Hollywood will uh, typecast you very quickly when they see you doing something so much. Um, you can also check me out on Utopia. It's a new show that'll be coming out on Amazon Prime. I don't know the release date yet, but it's supposed to be next year. Starring Rain Wilson, okay. Sasha. Um, you know, I play a soldier in that one. So it's like, you know, I'm I'm always in a uniform. Well, the ladies always like that. I know. What, what other roles would you like to play? Um, I, I want people to... What can you see yourself doing? Um, definitely I wanna I wanna do a comedic role because I'm very entertaining. I don't wanna be stuck in the, the serious dramatic roles. I'm very versatile. I'm well versed. Um in okay. my training and I you know, I wanna I wanna definitely do a sports movie again. I wanna definitely okay. I wanna do something like football. I wanna I wanna do football. So I'm built like a football player, even though I played baseball, so it's kinda like let's go ahead and give me that football. Has baseball role. always been your has baseball always been your thing? You ever played football before? I played football one thing. year in high school. Yes, I played one. I played varsity football one year in high school, and I got hit so hard um, <laughs> that I, and I, blew, I got, and I was on defense, and I was a fullback. I started. I got hit very hard, and um, my kidneys got bruised, and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Good. And so, and then we went zero and nine that year, and I was like, yeah. I, My coach was like, "Uh." Hey man, I can really. Are you playing your senior year? And he was like, I can get you a college scholarship. I was like, uh, no, sir. We went on nine. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> and, like, and, and I got hurt one game. I was like, I got baseball offers already, man. I'm not playing no football. So, no, uh, I have played. Mm. I'm, like, I'm going to stick to my baseball, dude. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. Well, <laughs> thank you so, so much. Jackie, I don't know if you heard, but he, he's also, you can you can book him for bachelorette parties and gender reveal parties. He's down with that. Ooh, you bachelorette just, parties, make sure to give him, yeah, give, get him the G-string. I don't, 
Look, <laughs> birthday parties sound good. I'm 58. I don't think I'm going to get married again. But the birthday party, that sound like a plan. Yeah, we'll keep doing it. Keep doing, Julia, and I enjoy watching you. And I also seen you in Fit Figure Fitness Magazine. Mm, you was looking good, bro. Yeah. We all enjoy that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you guys enjoy the rest of your night. You have a great night, Jackie. You do the same thing. Thank you. Thank you. You're so welcome, sweetie. Talk to you later. Bye. Talk to you. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are are hilarious. And and yes, Julia, we've been laughing the whole time. You're definitely, uh, I can see you in a, in a, a, with a a comedy role. I think it'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He would rock that. I definitely need one. I want to work with Kevin Hart. Ooh. Y'all doing it? That'd be dope. I can see that. Yes, I do. Yes. Well, you know, uh, yes. thanks for for calling in, talking with us today. We had a blast. I really enjoyed myself. The combo was great. Yes. You know, congrats to everything you're doing, all the positivity you're doing out there, the accomplishments you've done so far, films, the movies, the modeling. You know, it, it's great. Thank you. So, Thank you. Uh, you know, and, and you're welcome back anytime. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. Um, and you know, I also do music, so y'all definitely can check out my uh, single out, uh, Julian Griffin, Don't Call Me. It's on all your streaming platforms. So, oh, I will definitely nice. check that out. <laughs> do that. We're going to do that. Don't call and, me. And I'm Don't telling me. you, when I when I get engaged, I'm going to be hollering at you for the bachelorette party. <laughs> Uh-oh. I got you. I got you, I got you okay? Uh, you gotta, you gotta go through the publishing yeah. though. She gonna, she, she gonna book all of it. <laughs> all right, fair enough. <laughs> all right, Julian, enjoy the rest of your day or evening, I should say. Yes, you all do the same. Thank you all again. I appreciate. It. I have fun. Star Music Radio, where stars are born. This is a star exclusive.